Hello, Assalamualaikum, everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound, and healthy. And well, I've been trying to sleep. As usual, sleep evades me, and it is right now four. No, sorry, it is right now six forty-two a.m. And I'm still trying to sleep, but as we all know, that is the time when our mind is most active, and all these thoughts come in. and then you have to get it out of your system and also because um ramzan is coming pretty soon and um i think it will be in april like last year and here's just a few thoughts to keep in mind because this is this is one of my biggest pet peeves about people and that is the fact that they talk so much about islam and about being muslims and but the truth is the one major reason why islam is not liked why people don't like it and even muslims at this point whether they admit it or not the reason why people don't like islam is because it's all about justice and fairness about responsibility and accountability and that is something that people just don't want as part of their life so i'll give you a small example um especially amongst you know our people here i'm going to now talk mostly about our people although i am sure pretty sure it kind of covers most of the muslims of today's world but i'll just concentrate on my own region the subcontinent the people in the subcontinent have this thing where they do not want to take responsibility for anything but they want to do everything um a small example is an electrician for example this is the best way to describe what it is that i'm trying to say take an electrician he comes he breaks your light shade you know your wall light your wall lamp the shade he breaks it and then first of all his first instinct is to make an excuse oh it was cracked and then when you tell him this was a new shade that you just got and nobody ever touched it since it was installed then his second excuse is more now an advice now the excuse becomes an advice and then he goes on to tell you that oh you know then they're in the stores they're available why don't you just, you know if you find one just buy it and replace it okay so that is where islam comes in because islam says you broke it you buy it you fix it you install it that is islam and that is why people don't like islam it's as simple as that see in islam you have to be accountable and responsible for every single word and every single act but in our country in our region in the subcontinent people have this nature that never changed they may have become muslims but that pagan culture that that ancient pagan cultures never left us although i as i said i think it basically could be said about all the muslims today in today's world post colonial world 
we need to thank colonialism for this, I guess. Uh, the lack of responsibility. So, you know, as there is this, people like to quote Hazrat Usman and Hazrat Abu Bakr and, and Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and people like to quote Hazrat Ali and Hazrat Umar. But you know what? Don't just quote them. Because you know what? One of the, the, the most important quotes of the Prophet, peace be upon him, is practice what you preach. In fact, he goes on to say, don't preach, just practice, you know. So why don't you do that for a change? Just practice it, you know. I understand that you all just want to be Muslims on paper, again, without taking the responsibility of being an actual Muslim. But see, that is where, again, Muslims fail. That is where people fail as Muslims. Because the minute you do not take responsibility for any single word or act of yours, you cease to become a Muslim. It is really as simple as that, like it or not. Now you can make all sorts of excuses and talk about prayers and fasting and zakat. Listen, as God also made it very clear, whatever you're doing for him is between you and him and he will forgive your sins. There are towards him. But any sin that you commit towards a person, any person, cannot be forgiven until that person forgives you. And we all know people don't forgive. Even if you force somebody to forgive you, if he verbally forgives you, as long as his heart still hurts, it means he hasn't forgiven you. And that is what is going to be taken into consideration. Don't you dare even think that that person who is begrudgingly forgiving you you know, that it's like a contract. No, it, that's not how it works. Because in Islam, intentions, it's all about the intentions, okay? If that person in his heart cannot forgive you, it doesn't matter how many times he tells you he's forgiven you. As long as his heart aches every time because of you, it means you are not forgiven. And you cannot force somebody to forgive you. So... Mercy is a trait of God, and we're not gods, you know. So don't expect mercy from any human being. Because every human being reaches that point at one point in life, at one time in life, where they say, I am taking no prisoners. I'm going down and I'm taking no prisoners. Because we think that we're going through all this, you know, we're going through all this shit in our life. For what? To forgive everybody who gave us that shit so that they get away with it, not just in this life, but in the next one too? No, thank you. I mean, that's not how it's supposed to work, right? So why should we forgive people and go through that shit? Because we don't even know where we're going to end. So why should we make sure that they end in a good place over there? They're already in a good place here because they're putting us in a bad place. So they're in a good place here. They're enjoying their lives here at our expense. So why should we let them 
enjoy the hereafter too again at our expense why so yeah no nobody's going to forgive you okay and that is why god made it very clear that his hands are tied here because he knows that people will not forgive other people okay it doesn't matter if your parents or your siblings or your strangers or your friends i've noticed everybody is always looking for a reason to have the right to dictate other people's feelings but you don't you don't i mean in islam even the prophet was told that his job was just to give people the message and that's it it's not his responsibility anymore if the people decide to accept that message or not that's between them and god so you see that's how it works so let's just put it very simply one of the quotes of the prophet as well as all his companions which they have repeatedly made in various different ways um is when somebody makes a claim saying that you've hurt that person number 1 you have no right to negate that claim that person is hurting he has told you you're the source of his hurt or of his loss or of his pain so he's the one who's hurt so you have no right to say you didn't do it because you've obviously done something so number 1 you have no right to negate his claim so that extends to number 2 you have no right to justify you hurting that person or causing that person loss no matter what your intentions are, are or were number 3 you have no right to make excuses and number 4 you have no right to give that person advice on what you just screwed up for him you're the source of his pain how dare you give him advice on how to fix his pain the accountability is yours the responsibility is yours your you are the source of his pain you need to fix it if you could actually cause him pain then why don't you know how to fix it that is what islam is all about if you can cause somebody pain then why can't you fix that pain why aren't you doing something about it why should he do something about it in the first place and how dare you advise him on what to do about it if you're the source of somebody's pain you have no right to dictate his feelings and you have no right to dictate him on how to fix his pain you have to fix it if you can't fix it apologize actually in islam apology means fixing you can't just apologize and go away so again you know there's no place for that but if you can't even apologize and you actually have the gall the audacity to advise him on something that you just screwed up for him or off his you know and that is the height of shamelessness and that is extremely unforgivable i mean that is basically the fundamentals of islam 
that puts you in the category of being a Muslim or not. So being a Muslim is a person, as the Prophet said, is a person from whose hands and tongue other Muslims are safe. Who is safe from you? Are you really a Muslim? So yeah, Ramzan is coming and I know everybody's going to think, oh, we're going to fast and we're going to give a lot of charity and we're going to pray and, you know, sins will be forgiven. I'm sorry, the sins that will be forgiven are those that are between you and God. The sins that you've committed towards God, they will be forgiven. But any and every sin committed towards another human being is not on the list. So you can forget about that. The reason why you need to be scared about your life after death is just because of that. The sins that you commit towards other people, the greatest sin that you can commit against another person is hurting them. And when you cause somebody a certain kind of loss that cannot be compensated even by God, and then you actually have the audacity to advise him, and not just advise him, but to actually tell him that everything is fine, that, that that is where you you go absolutely wrong. That is where you've actually just hit the lowest of the low, as we say, where now you've opened the door to the bottomest pit of hell, okay? Because not only have you caused that person harm or loss or pain or all of the above, but you are actually standing there and telling that person that he has no right to complain because he's having a great life and that things are going great for him and that he should be thankful. You, the source of his pain, of his misery, are actually telling him that he should be happy. I mean, are you serious here? You have to be a certain kind of of psycho really you really have to be some certain quality an above average quality of very even a, it's just just a special unique kind of a psycho to say these kind of things and that tells you that we have so many psychos around us we have so many shameless psychos around us because who hasn't heard that from the source of their pain? I know I have. There's not a single person around me who can tell me that they have not heard this bullshit coming out from the mouth of the person who is the source of the problem that they're facing. And the irony is that the people who cause you harm are the people who sit and whine and complain about their life. And their life is basically very clearly the result of their actions and their decisions and their life choices. But they are so used to dumping it all on somebody else 
and so used to whining and complaining about that and those are the kind of people that actually tell their victims that they should be happy because they've got a perfect life it's amazing and that my friends is why majority of the muslims are actually not going to die muslims and that is also why islam is not a popular religion so just a tip for everybody to think about for the coming ramzan let's see if somebody's actually going to work on improving themselves and on working on not causing other people harm and stop being nosy parkers because the prophet says that the you know you have attained perfection in religion when you have learned to ignore all that does not concern you in other words you know that you have become a muslim that you have truly become a muslim when you have learned to mind your own business it really is as simple as that on that note um it's bye bye from my end and in advance in case i don't have another podcast coming up because i just don't know have a very meaningful ramzan i wouldn't say blessed really i don't think it's going to be very blessed for majority of the people here nowadays so i hope you have a very very eye opening very meaningful and very beneficial month this ramzan i hope it is a month of learning for everyone a month of awareness self awareness and i hope that people actually come out better people that's all i can hope for nowadays and i hope that those of you who are struggling i hope you find some respite and i hope you see that light and i hope your tunnel of darkness comes to an end i hope your pain ends i hope the source of your pain ends <laughs> i think that's the biggest dua i can really do uh, for all of you who are struggling and in pain and and, and who are victims of people the kind of people that i've just been talking about i really hope that the people of kashmir and the people of palestine and the people of basically all muslim countries as well who are struggling who are victims of oppression of um global oppression of financial oppression of crisis of state oppression in the case of kashmir and palestine where they are basically being invaded and the world is applauding the invaders so yeah i hope you all get respite i hope one day one day uh this blind faith that we have and that god above us who up to now is just doing nothing but being silent i hope that faith actually bears fruit 
and I hope people get some peace, both in this life and in the next. Amen to that, and stay blessed. Take care, everybody. Khuda Hafiz. Bye-bye. This is me, signing out.